Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. I love his website, and it says it all, bethedream.com. We dream about stuff, be the dream. He's a transformational coach and moves your life forward in many different ways, and he goes by one name, three letters, he is Zen, and he's back with us. Welcome back, Zen. How are you? Thanks, Steve. Great to be back. And, you know, I think everyone has a dream, right? They may not talk about it, but it's held closely. And, you know, we're taught not to share those because people will steal them. Well, everybody has a dream. And what I do is I help them actually get rid of the resistance to being the dream. Hmm. It's funny. We were talking about music just before we went on. We both love music. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and what resonates as soon as we talk about this is uh, a song by Billy Joel and one of his earlier albums called Everybody Has a Dream. And it's kind, yeah. of, kind of what we're talking about here. So to get us closer to our dreams, we, we left off last week with, I, I, I did, and I'm, I'm the guinea pig, if you will. You did well, Steve. <laughs> so, we had a couple of questions, right? And, yeah. and they were, what's the biggest challenge or obstacle that you currently are facing in life? And how would you like to overcome that? We talked about that for a little bit, explored it. And then we went to, if you could make one significant change in your life right now, what would it be and why? And then we belabored that for a while because that's a fairly deep question. And yep. and these are all, you know, kind of high level questions that I use to begin conversations that dig deep and, and dive into these deliberations of how to move forward, right, in the best way possible. So the next question I'll leap into is what strengths and qualities do you possess that can support you in making the changes you desire? Mm. So you were talking about, you know, kind of some personal stuff, and and we didn't really need to get into that deeply. And, And, of course, vulnerability is key, and being able to be vulnerable in a safe and supportive environment um, is really the the foundation of being able to explore yourself and in, in, and with my help, of course. So, in that, what skills, what um, qualities do you think in reviewing that situation would assist you in transforming it? I find this is the easiest out of all the questions so far, and I'll get vulnerable again. In my journey, I think I've realized these things. And I guess I knew they were there, but I didn't really focus on them because I was just focusing on all other stuff that eh, maybe wasn't as important. But I would say um, to help me get closer to whatever goals there are, integrity. I feel it's very important. And I work hard and have, you know, since I was a kid, making sure that what I do is right and aligns with You do your best at whatever you do. I do. I do. And I care. Um, Resourceful. I've always thought I was, but again, in my journey of the last two years, uh, where it's a different journey, um, I realize that you're much more resourceful than you think. And a lot of times I I always would just, you know, kind of do the same thing every day. It's, you know, that's the way it works. Uh, But when, and I don't like change up until in the last couple (laughs) of years. I don't know that anybody really does. Nobody does. I've learned to. I learned to, you're right. That's where I was going with that. Um, so when something comes up, 
I'm pretty good at pivoting and coming up with an answer quickly. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to admit that because that means that there's a change going on or something, you know, shaking things up, but <laughs> it's the reality. Uh, well, and, it, and it's a great shakeup too. And, you know, you made a comment that is really relative and I think common among many, you don't realize, right? right? It goes back to that conversation we had about second guessing about having yes. that first impression that's really the most clear and profound. And then we often ignore that because we self-deprecate and don't allow ourselves to see ourselves in that place. It feels too big, right? It's uncomfortable. True. And yet it's the next step. And it is the experience of applying those discoveries that you just mentioned. It's you are resourceful and you do have these things and you just need to put the step forward in that. You need to lean into it, right? And then it begins to accelerate in the things that come to you because of that momentum tunnel we discussed. And I also, and and share your thoughts on this, I feel that a lot of us are afraid to admit these qualities, maybe because they don't want to seem like they have an ego or all of that, but I, I kind of embrace them now after, you know, going through a lot. Um, and, and it's also, I didn't have a life coach moving, moving through this journey. I truly believe that it would have expedited everything (laughs) if I did, because these things that I had to figure out for myself that were, you know, qualities that uh, I believe are important and, and help move you along. And everybody's got different ones. Some are the same. Uh, I would have realized that way faster if I was working with somebody like you. So that's just, you know, a side note. Um, well, and that's true. And, and yet everyone has that access and with the tenacity, the perseverance, the patience, right? Uh, even the five P's, right? The patience, perseverance, um, purpose, passion, and- I'm going to throw in power. The power, oh to know, the power to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's go with that one. Um, man, that was brain fart. I don't know what happened. However, see, see those, I'm, re- I'm resourceful. <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank you very much. Uh, and that proved it, right? That that think on your feet, come up with something in that moment is where we can get to because we're free of the past and future constraints that we hold in our thinking. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm going to add to the list creative because that has fueled me from from literally since I was seven years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, empathetic. I think I am, um, which, you know, gives me a different spin on things. Sometimes I don't want to be, um, but let's clarify the enunciation of that. It was empathetic, empathetic, right? No, no apathy. Right. <laughs> well, you know, it, it almost sounded like pathetic and, and no, we, again, maybe that's my listing. Maybe it's the, you know, just what came across. However, that initial emphasis on the syllable i didn't pick up on maybe i said it wrong (laughs) no no you did because it was soft and yet we all have that empathetic ability to tune in to ourselves and to others in this process that's where that creative energy really comes in handy you know because you're open you're you're inquisitive you're curious that's where creativity comes from I never realized that. I knew I was creative, but I never realized the the depth and what just what you said in being inquisitive up until a couple of years ago, which is crazy. Been doing, you know, what I've been doing for for decades, but I never saw it in those different light, you know, different lights. 
Well, and you finally got the light shown, right? It, it appeared and you came out of the darkness with it and then climbed the stairs and entered the light. <laughs> yeah. Great metaphor, right? So did you want to explore that a little bit more or shall we move on? And I, I think that's, time? you know, I think those are the, and, and what do we call this? Now we're picking up, this is kind of part two of these questions. What do you call this whole round of questions? Does it have it, a name it, or, you know, direction? Exposure. Okay. Right. You first have to become aware of other things that are available, other thoughts, um, the depth of your actual resources, right? That you may not have considered until you really started looking because we're taught to be less than, you know, you stick your head up, you're going to get it lopped off, right? That's the corporate feel because that's pretty much the command and control structure that it's been in corporations and companies and, and anything of any size. Because there's people con uh, competing for acknowledgement, acceptance, and safety in their jobs, right? And I think that happens in life, too, in, in relationships. We do the same things. We want to be accepted. We want to be acknowledged. And we want to feel safe and secure. Yep. Right? Yep. Well, the only way you can do that is to have it in yourself first. Well, I, does that go back to what we've, we always hear? Um, you have to love yourself, all of that, before you can with somebody else. Um, right. And do you think too, a lot of our true wishes and desires kind of fly under the radar because we're afraid to stick our head up and mm -hmm. then, you know, get it lobbed off even at work. You know, there's a lot of people that, uh, just um, lay low, just lay low, keep going. Don't want to, don't want to be on their radar. You know, I'm just kind of doing my thing. Which is really sad when you have such opportunities available to not only better yourself, but to better those around you and the company, the organization, the corporation, whatever it may be. Yeah. There's a greater aspect of unity that comes forth because you're all serving a mission and a vision, right? How do you better align with that? Well, unless you're available to it, so you don't have all that past and future stuff, right? Oh, if I say this, I'm, this is going to happen because that's been my experience elsewhere, right? The the ability to love and be loved means you're going to have your heart broken multiple times. So get used to it. Those are expectations you place on the exterior world, hmm. not the responses that you offer from your place of balance, center, harmony within yourself and your own awareness. How do you mean those expectations? You said, you know, yeah. It's going to happen. Your heart's going to get broken. Expect it. How, how do we put those expectations on others, I guess? Or is it on ourselves? Well, the best thing to do is just get rid of the expectations, first of all. Right? That, that hedge is on the edge of the unknown, right? You've got to let go of those mental, emotional, spiritual, sometimes even physical restraints and constraints that you've just put on yourself with that thinking. Now, as you do that, other people notice there's this subtle shift in your behavior that shows up as a result. And you often see it. And then over time, because you're persistent and you persevere, that was the fifth P, change happens. Right? And you notice it. It's reflected back to you. And then over time, you can look back and see yourself going through those changes and acknowledge your progress. And that deserves a pat on the back, not from a place of, oh, yeah, look at me, right? It's that place of humbleness, the, the humility that it took in order to offer yourself to that 
available change. You, we you know, need like, to give ourselves that praise. And right. even if you look, you know, a lot of us like, ah, I'm still stuck, not immediately moving. But sometimes if you take a look at even just six months, the last six months and see what happened in your life. I know for me, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> there's a lot that went on. How'd you pull that off, dude? <laughs> exactly. Right. And there's that surprise. There's that sense of awe that, wow, I really did this, right? You cannot get that anywhere else other than from inside you. Unfortunate. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. We always look at it in a, sometimes a negative. Wow, I did this. I did that. Why, how did you? Wow, that's amazing. Uh, you dealt with that too. But then we look at the, but I should be this, and I should be this far along, and I shouldn't. That's how deeply embedded that negative programming from society is. Yeah. Right? And that's what we uncover because it goes really deep. I mean, consider what we know in science now that there's cultural memes in our genetic code. Mm. These are processes, behaviors, habits, cultural belief systems that have been passed down for millennia sometimes. And these are things that we store that and patterns that come up that we have to address in our own lives in order to find the success, the happiness, the fulfillment, and the love that we seek. So I don't want to run out of time. What is our, is it four total questions? Let, let me put one thing in be before we move on to the next question. And that sure. is, there's always a challenge to change. And interestingly enough, there's only three letters difference. The, you take the LLE out of challenge and you have change. Now, what's the LLE? I've found it to be personal liabilities, limitations, and excuses. Mm. And when you address those through the self-examination and not, you know, and, and being okay, it's just what is. There's no judgment there. But to be able to acknowledge that, become aware of it, then you can begin to move through it. And ultimately, you get rid of those personal liabilities, limitations, and excuses, and you've got change. Some of sometimes it's exponential, like you've noticed. It's like wow, right? I did that, and I'm not. I'll do again. Full disclosure: the the things that I look back in the last six months and say, you know, wow, how'd that even take place? I'm not talking about best way to phrase this uh, achievements like uh, scored a big account, you know, changed jobs. Now, I'm even talking about personal stuff that, you know, others would look at and say, how the blank did you do that? How did you even pull? I'll even tell you, my son is 15, 17. My daughter's mm. 15. And uh, we had a talk last week. And that uh, was a real heart-to-heart -heart talk about a lot of stuff. And he looked at me and he said just that. He's like, how, are you, how did you even do that, Dad? Like, and he, we never have these deeper talks. He's like, that's pretty amazing. I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> and it's that's awesome. And that's even, you know, a little longer than six months in, in that conversation. But it was that kind of realization that, you know, wow, all right, pulled. And I'm not doing this. I never do this. Very rare. But it was like, I'm it's unnecessary, you know, because it's got to do that. Then you get out of center and you get back into your ego. Yeah. And there's no ego without we go, as you found out with your son, because you both gained maturity in that six months and he was part of some of it too so <laughs> obviously yeah right cool yeah so the next question if you ready go what beliefs or thought patterns 
might be holding you back from achieving your desired transformation. We touched on this already, just in this conversation. Hmm. Hmm. Beliefs and thought patterns holding back. Mm. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, of course it is, because you don't necessarily recognize that. And this is part of why I have the conversations with you to uncover those things. This is true. And be able to identify them because they stand out. It's just being able to ask the questions, which is my expertise, to expose those and then learn how to play with them. I, it's not a, you know, it, it, it's a challenge, yes. And yet in the work that we do, I make it fun and exciting because of the way that I interact with my clients. I'm thinking to answer that, it would be realizing the what we said before, the resourcefulness. That was my right. my wake up, you know. How am I going to pull that off? Well, you can because you did that time and that and that time and then that time. So I believe that was a belief that was holding things back. Um, also, um, you know, being comfortable doing it on my own. I've always done things with other people. So that's that would be another one. I think I would put that one in there, you know, as as one of those. Okay. Hold back. Now, what you've, and through this experience you've had, even though I didn't handhold you, <laughs> you found that you had an experience system that differed from your previous beliefs. So you replaced that through your visceral experience, not the belief. Yes. And this is the proof in the pudding, right? You have to put your thumbs in, but unless you want to turn around and hold them up and lick them. However, <laughs> then you've got this rich experience that you can then begin to look at the process that got you there and then begin to dissect other beliefs that you may have that are consistent with that yep. that you weren't aware of previously. You know, it's like, you know, you uncover one thing, layers of the onion, right? We've all heard that. Sure. And then the more you uncover, the more you find until you get to that core place of you that's really powerful, is connected to everything, and will give you what you seek when you have the right process in place in doing so. And unpeeling that that onion, is that something that you help people do? Absolutely. Peeling back the layers, okay. Right. Safely, securely. Again, you know, providing a safe space where a person can feel vulnerable, share their innermost fears, mm -hmm. their beliefs, because they, I think we intrinsically know these are all false belief systems internally. We just don't know how to navigate through them and find the processes to take us out of them. And that's probably, I believe, one of the hardest things that somebody can overcome. And you know, we've often said that we all have the answers inside of us. You got to just listen. You're, the inside is telling you, that's not true. You know, that don't even worry about that. But we've been conditioned over years that, you know, you got to get out of that, you know, that bubble and realize. The fear, that, right? You mentioned in one of our previous chats that 93% of our fears, this is statistically, if you can, you know, believe statistics, what was it there? Um, liars, damn liars, and statisticians, I think. <laughs> However, we can at least describe some value in that 93% of fears that are never present. Worrying for nothing, wasting energy right. for nothing. 
We have a couple of minutes left. I I just want to make sure that we save time to talk about your book. I don't think we really have gone into detail on that. No, we haven't. And and let's get into that in just a moment. I want to finish with that fifth question because it's all important. Okay. I thought there oh. were I thought there were four, my bad. Nope. There there were five actually. Okay. Just like fingers, right? Everything is symmetrical as you begin to discover yourself, including the golden mean and ratio and, and how you're constructed. So how would your life be different if you successfully made this transformation? Now, we talked about the vision, right? Having that vision of who you would be in the future, embracing that, and then backing out of it in order to find the steps that are necessary to get there. And that's where I come in and helping to create those steps. You need direction to find, to get to number five. You need some action plans. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Right. And those action plans can cover the gamut of mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical. And usually do because you're one whole being. And so there's aspects of each one of those areas that have to be included in that living experience. Otherwise, it'd feel a bit empty. I think if you answer number five, you you feel anything but empty because you've gotten to, I, my, my vision of that is it's your truth. You found your truth. Now you're at that place where it's like, I'm me and this feels good. And, uh, you know, navigating through things just, it's, they're a lot easier now once you get to that point. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk about the book a little bit. Sure. Um, the title is something I, I think really is fitting. It's called Awaken the Power Within A Journey of Self Discovery and Transformation. It's available on, on Amazon. And it also allowed me to explore coursework to go along with it. So I've got an eight-session series of conversations, if you will, workshops that are interactive. You got questions and answers, and you got homework and reading the book, and then coming together and discussing them. And it's really great in a group atmosphere. And individually, it's also really good, too. Right, because you've got that individual attention. Um, so this is something that that now is available, and on my website, the the link is be thedream.com forward slash awaken hyphen experience, and it's also under the web menu as awaken. So we find the book. It's connected to the eight week course. You don't have to do the course. You could just check out the book if you want. Correct? Sure. Sure. Okay. Absolutely. And and the book is really powerful. I've taken it to the extent of not giving the prescribed techniques throughout it, just giving the opportunity to really sit and contemplate focused areas, which is really the intention of the, the entire transformational coaching is to look in those specific focused areas and unpack how you are in them, first of all. So then you can look at it, okay, I'm satisfied with how I am there. I don't need to change that. Or eh, I'm not quite, you know, comfortable with my results in this area. And then we, you're able to explore the whys and, and what you need to do to move on. Love all of this. And uh, again, I've I've done some of these along the way on my own, just, you know, learning, reading. It would have been so much faster with somebody like you. <laughs> And it's never too late, of course, but uh, not. that that's, you know, that's, that's what I arrive at where 
it could have been expedited, probably saved, uh, you know, a year or two, um, you know, having somebody with that accountability and making you, showing you, making you realize what, what's going on. Uh, simple it's to find. It's a team it. effort. It, it really is. Sure. When I engage or am engaged, there's this cooperation, collaboration, cohesiveness that comes into play as we move forward together because i'm i'm like an angel in your corner right i mean i'm your cheerleader sure it's a relationship you're working together uh yep. and and i'm sure you realize stuff about yourself when you work with others oh. right it's a whole <laughs> absolutely we, we could go a yeah. half hour on that uh out of time be the dream.com well, let, let's talk about one more thing real quick, because I, I think we do have just a few more minutes here. And that's Actually, the, we, we don't. They're going to cut us off. <laughs> We're over time. <laughs> Not even okay. kidding. Yeah. Well, I'm showing 6.30 on my clock here. I've got, uh, when we do video, we should have, been stopped, we should have stopped talking already, because <laughs> they insert commercials. <laughs> oh, all right. But they didn't cut us off, so hey. Um Maybe let's let's see if this uh, there is one more thing I'd like to offer, and that is a podcast that I host called mm -hmm. One World in a New World that explores others around the world and how they found their inner guide, inner awareness, voice, and made that practical and pragmatic in their business life and relationships. And how do we find the podcast? It's on YouTube, and it if you just want to put it in, it's at One World in a New World. Or you can Google One World in a New World and my name, and it'll pop up. I, I love the name of that as well. Just like Be the Dream, you know, One World in a New World. It's your new world. So It's your, it's your new world. What do you want to make of it? Exactly. Well, that's where you come in because some of us aren't really sure. Or, or sure we're capable of doing. Zen, thanks for, for being with us today. Uh, a lot of stuff we got to in the time that we had. Really good stuff. Good. And I'm glad we could. And thank you very much, Steve. You were the perfect host and you asked the right questions and shared the information to reflect the process. My pleasure. You know, it's, it's, I love hearing other stories. So I, I try to share mine as well. And uh, we'll talk next time. Sure. Thanks. Have a good one. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world. This is the podcast business news network. Adopt US Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.